Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Matcha. So good. Matcha Love. Yes, I love it. No, Matcha Love, the brand. Oh, yeah. Matcha Love, made with real Japanese matcha. It's rich, smooth, perfect for hot or cold brewing. Matcha's great because it's rich in vitamin C and EGCGs. What do you like to make with it? I like to make matcha lattes. I'm all about making smoothies. Why wouldn't you be? Get 25% off all Matcha Love products at Ituin.com using code CRIME. That's code C-R-I-M-E at I-T-O-E-N dot com. Available on Amazon and Itoin dot com. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. Mr. Zarin Burnett. What's up, Elizabeth Dutton? You know it's ridiculous. I do, actually. For instance, daylight savings time kills people. Kills people? Yeah. I mean, like, that doesn't, like, strangle them in their sleep. But uh, daylight savings time is responsible for a spike in deaths, specifically heart attacks. On the Monday after daylight savings time, people who report to hospitals with a heart attack goes up by almost 25%. Really? Yep. Why? Just a change in time. And we're very sensitive creatures, and we don't really recognize that. So people get stressed, and all of a sudden, or they get, you know, their body is unsorted out, if you will, and they get a heart attack. Boom. My goodness. Yeah. COD. Yeah, also just the shock of waking up early, I guess. PDT. (laughs) TBD. A-OK. BRB. That's crazy. Right? That is ridiculous. Literally just one hour of time change causes people to, you know, have heart attacks, we'll say. Okay. That's, That's bonkers. Yeah. We are very light sensitive. You know what else is ridiculous? No, hit me with it. Singing so poorly that you get pinched for disturbing the peace. That sounds like something that could happen to me. <laughs> this is Ridiculous Crime, a podcast about absurd and outrageous capers, heists, and cons. It is always 99% murder-free and 100% ridiculous. Um, are you a good singer, Zarin? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yes, I am. I am a smooth voice baritone. You go, you go all in on your singing. I do. I do. I like to sing even though I do it abysmally. I know, but I love that you're just like there for it. No, I, I, I think that uh, my real, like, I say, when you say that I had a singing style, it's gusto. <laughs> you're going to love the dude I'm going to tell you about today. Nice. He sounds like one of my people. Oh, yeah, completely. I am a terrible singer, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say that about I you. I sing for comic effect. That's not terrible in my book. But, like, I like to do what I call the junior high talent show singing. <laughs> where you Can have you give to, me an example? You have to put one finger to your ear, mm -hmm. like you're harmonizing in yeah. the studio. Total R&B singer. Yeah. In the studs. R&B diva. Totally. And you have to kind of elide over all the words mm -hmm. because you're not 100% sure what the words are. <laughs> and then and, and then a whiny tone. I'm going to need an example. No. <laughs> no. Fair enough. It, has to, it only works in person. The we, other we are in person. Well, there's people listening. <laughs> there's, there are strangers listening. The uh, other thing with junior high talent show singing mm -hmm. is that um, if possible, you... You put the you put your say index finger into one ear, and then with the other hand you have to hold a pen Why as your pen? microphone. Oh, of course. And you use your pinky and your ring finger. You tap it to keep time, kind of like Whitney Houston would do. <laughs> you know, yeah. There's I'm just listening. a whole there's a whole thing around. It sounds it. kind of personal. Maybe. Yeah. Is this something you do like in no. front of a mirror? No. <laughs> I would. I never did a talent show. Never once. Never people, competed? Because you know what? People got to pay for my talent. Oh. Yeah. So if you're good at something, never do it for free. Right. Like my celebrity impressions. Right. So anyway, back to singing. Mm -hmm. It's me. super... <laughs> I'm not going to hit you. <laughs> it's really incredible to be in the presence of someone who has good pipes, right? Oh, yeah. If you can actually sing, if you're like your Otis Redding's best friend, you're stoked. Oh, Completely. Do you remember how on American Idol, people got really into the first couple of weeks because it was all the really crap singers? Yeah, I, I have a lot of musician friends, and that was their absolute favorite thing to do is to gather together and watch those episodes just dying yeah. of how bad people could sing. And I, you know, as a bad singer, I wouldn't defend them, but I wasn't nearly as entertained as they were. Right, but I mean, like, people who go all in on bad singing. Yeah. Ridiculous hero. My people. Right. I want to tell you a story about bad singing took place in Lumberton, North Carolina. Oh, word. In 1872. Wow. Did so not expect that. Not contemporary. Have you ever been to Lumberton? No, not that I'm aware of. My father could probably possibly correct that, but uh I'm sure he's been there. Oh, he's definitely has. Yeah. He may have said he may have taken me through and I just do not know. Probably. We did a lot of traveling. You may not have, like, you know. You might not have noticed it's kind of a small town yeah. in the grand scheme of things. 20,000 people say. Yeah, and I'm imagining it's in like the hill country with the pines since it's Lumberton. It's well, yeah, it's that kind of liminal space between the coast in Carolina and the Piedmont region. Mhm. Mm so there's like piney woods, but there's swamps, mm -hmm. um, and it's on the Lumber River. Okay. Lumber because they would transport lumber ah. on it. Um, but actually, I think that maybe <laughs> they named it. There's a, there's, I'll get into this. Okay. Anyway, um, it's a big town for that area. Like, what are we talking? 20,000 some people. Okay. Um, but, you know, for most other places, you think, oh, it's tiny mm -hmm. and whatever. It's, it's. Now, I grew up in a small town of about 50,000 people. So, 20,000 people we would have laughed at. Right, right. So, in the late 1700s, early 1800s, uh, it was a big draw for a lot of people. Um, both white and free families of color from Virginia moved to Lumberton. Oh, interesting. And again, it's probably because of the Lumber River. 
Um, the lumber goes through North Carolina, crosses the state line into South Carolina, because mm-hmm. Lumberton's like just above the state line. Okay. And then becomes the Little P.D. River. Mm-hmm. And that's P-E-E-D-E-E, not P period, D period. <laughs> and then the Little P.D. flows into the regular P.D. and then goes down to Georgetown, South Carolina. Okay. So that's that sort of waterway up mm-hmm. to get supply, that indigo out, lumber out, whatever. Lumber to build bad stuff. <laughs> and uh, in Lumberton, a high proportion of the population identifies as Lumbee Indian. And uh, the Lumbee Indian, that's not really a, a big, widely known population. Who are the Lumbee Indians? Well, you know, this thing is that they are a recognized Native American tribe by both the state of North Carolina and federally. Okay, cool. But they don't get federal benefits huh. because there's no known treaty between the Lumbee and the U.S. government. So they never dealt with the U.S. government. And then now over time, the U.S. government eventually said, okay, we recognize you, but you are a sovereign nation inside yeah. of Well, America? they never, they were never defeated in a war, mm-hmm. never removed from their land. Never sold their land. So like there's the... no treaty okay. established with them. Um, but they're a pretty significant portion of the population. Um, Hmm. And uh, they also, there's some overlay and bleed in from like uh, Iroquois in New York came down in before settlers arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a back and forth and there's sort of a beef between the New York Iroquois and the faction in North Carolina. That's interesting. The yeah. New York Iroquois, I wonder if they had some historic, like, you know, family lineage that they remember. And, you know. Well, the language is the same. And so, yeah, that's what yeah. I would imagine then it must be. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's an interesting, you've got this really fascinating place. Mm-hmm. During the Civil War, Lumberton um, had resistance fighters uh, working against um, the Confederacy, the Confederacy okay. for the Union. And they just wanted to, like, disrupt Confederate stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, they're attacking supply lines and mm-hmm. boats going down the lumber. Oh, but but also just like holdings. Like they went after the elite. And there was this one gang who was already established and like stealing livestock and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was like their their gig. Nice. Cattle rustlers. <laughs> exactly. And then during the war, they went political and they really rose up against the white elites. And it was like poor whites, people of color, free or otherwise, joined together in this insurgency to take wow. down plantations and stuff. So it's like Fred Hampton's uh, dreamed of the Rainbow Coalition bond, and then they just went, like, completely ham on the power? Completely, completely. So this, I'm telling you all of this, not just because it's fascinating, but mm-hmm. to kind of help you understand where we are in Lumberton, it's this really interesting place. So while yeah. it's small and it's pretty rural, I would say very rural, but people there don't think of Lumberton itself as rural. And they got um, a real strong spirit of defiance. Completely. Yeah, I'm into completely. This. And so um, it's a little bit more mysterious and interesting because of the swampy nature. Oh, yes. So the war ends. Spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) And then Reconstruction began. Okay. And that's where we find ourselves. So I want you to imagine it. Mm -hmm. Lumberton, North Carolina in 1872. Can you smell the Reconstruction? (laughs) It's a quiet Sunday morning walking down the street. You pass a simple wooden building. It's the Methodist Church in town. The windows are open. You can hear the words of the pastor. And then, now, I don't know what you're not, you're not in church. I don't want to ask, you know, at this time, I don't think that's a very popular thing to not be in church on a Sunday morning. However, you hear the pastor announce to the congregation the hymn they're going to sing. They begin singing. It is absolutely 
horrible. <laughs> it is unholy. It's terrifying. I want you to stop. Let's listen to some ads okay. to cleanse the palate. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell you exactly what was happening inside that little church. Yes, yeah, I'm going to need some explanations. <laughs> yeah, you are. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Matcha. So good. Matcha Love. Yes, I love it. No, Matcha Love, the brand. Oh, yeah. Matcha Love, made with real Japanese matcha. It's rich, smooth, perfect for hot or cold brewing. Matcha is great because it's rich in vitamin C and EGCGs. What do you like to make with it? I like to make matcha lattes. I'm all about making smoothies. Why wouldn't you be? Get 25% off all Matcha Love products at Ituin.com using code CRIME. That's code C-R-I-M-E at I-T-O-E-N dot com. Available on Amazon and E2N dot com. So when we left off, you were walking down the street in 1872 in Lumberton, North Carolina. Yep, cutting church. I'm on my way. It's a Sunday. I'm cruising around. People are going, what's he doing out? I'm like, what are you doing out? Exactly. <laughs> Turning around on them. You heard Sunday services coming from this Methodist church. You stopped to listen. Mm -hmm. I do want to say on a side note, there's a really good chance since this was a Methodist church in the 1800s that there was no piano accompaniment or oh, organ yeah. or anything. I've been trying to figure out. If that's the case, did they have musical instruments? I could, it was hard trying to figure out if this was a particular, I don't know, denomination sect of, mm -hmm. of the Methodist church. Um, but a lot of them didn't use instruments. For once in my life, 
I'm going to try and be historically accurate. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. I don't think I can do it. I'm going to go with my default of making things up. So let's <laughs> pretend you're walking down and you hear the preacher Mm-hmm. And then you hear a Casio keyboard with the Samba beat start up. <laughs> You're shocked. You're like, once you get over this anachronistic detail, how is there electricity? Who got D batteries? Where, where did that keyboard come from? Is it made of wood? What's going on here? And why is time traveling Zarin playing it? A brother got to eat. I need gig. Can you imagine like... You walk by this church in 1872 Lumberton and you look in the window and there's you, blue, <laughs> dreadlocked, Zarin, like just hammering away at a Casio keyboard to the, and people are terrified. <laughs> They're just soiling themselves. Yes, I can't imagine that. I like imagining that. All right. So let's get, let's work through that. Deep breath. You hear the singing start. Mm-hmm. So amid the quiet tones of the congregants rises a beast. Okay. And that man's voice is like no other. It is loud. It is out of time. It is out of tune. It's me? (laughs) It very well could be you. No, what Mm. you're hearing is the distinctive, non-dulcet tones of William Linkaw. My man, William Linkaw. What's (laughs) up, Billy? William Linkaw, born in Prussia in the early 1800s. At some point, he makes his way to North Carolina. Uh, how, why, who knows? I'm, I'm thinking a boat. I think he flew <laughs> on a Casio keyboard. He rode a Casio keyboard like a surfboard across the Atlantic. Like, but like Zuckerberg, just above the water. Mm-hmm. And he had like white face paint on like Zuckerberg. <laughs> and he was a people. cyborg. <laughs> so he gets to North Carolina and he takes a young bride, works mm. as a tailor. They mm. turn out. A bunch of kids. As one does. That's the custom of the day. It's all needlework. He was super, super religious. Deeply, powerfully religious. And the way that he expressed that devotion was through the gift of song. But you said he sings terribly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't care about the gift he's offering the Lord? No. All you can say is his way of worshiping is, like, vigorous. Ah, a man of gusto. I recognize this. He sings at an absolute deafening volume. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of like someone I know. Someone else in this room. Someone else in this room. So everyone else is, you know, just like normal volume. And he is voice immodulation disorder, mm-hmm. like so <laughs> loud, um, full-throated. Like yeah. he's just all in on it. From the diaphragm. He sings all the notes in all the keys. Mm-hmm. So like he, there's no discernible tune. In all the keys. He's just all over the map with this. <laughs> And this is my favorite thing about him. He keeps singing after it's so after the song is over. <laughs> what does that mean? Like he's just making up new well, words. Well, because he's not <laughs> just like, like well, like he's not singing along with everyone else. Like this, it it reminds me of um in my my work. People have birthdays, as mm-hmm. happens in humanity. Oh yes, I've and then there this. are like Zoom meetings mm-hmm. where. People then, you know, because of the pandemic, people are apart. So they sing happy birthday to each other Mm -hmm. on Zoom. And no one is singing at the same time. And it's like this crazy cacophony. Why is no one singing at the same time? It delays. Oh, okay. Technologically or mentally. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, so it's all over the place. And that's kind of how I think of Linkos, so that people are singing and then, 
they get to the end of the song and he's still got about four bars left. <laughs> so he's just going for it. And now I'm done. <laughs> and like yeah. everyone, everyone's just sitting there silently side-eyeing him. <laughs> so he keeps time for no tune, no man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just... No gods, no masters. <laughs> so he's, in his mind, he's he's serving the Lord. This is the best way he knows how. I respect it. Don't hide your light under a bushel. No. If he thinks it's bringing him closer to God and it's the best he can do, then hey, there it is. He's live, laugh, l- sing. Live, laugh, la caterwaul. <laughs> sing like nobody's listening. <laughs> Are you okay over there? <laughs> yes, I did. We had like a total mind meld there. We did. Like, we did. Um, I like live, laugh, la caterwaul. That's nice. <laughs> thank you. It's L apostrophe caterwaul. Yeah, la caterwaul. La caterwaul. Uh, but he he thinks that like he can do this, and so should you. Mm-hmm. Everybody, just sing, let it out. Don't no rules. Lift up your heart. Just and vibes. Sing. Yeah, lift up your hands. <laughs> Make a joyful noise. Preacher, those getting complaints from who? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they all the, like sang badly. No, just him. Oh, he's the no, one. Everyone else sings like an absolute angel. So when I'm walking on, past sitting that church, on an orchid somewhere, I'm only hearing the one dude's voice overtaking all the rest yes, of them. I yes. thought they were all singing no. poorly, and he was just the worst, no, most egregious example. No, that would be amazing. No, it's everyone singing like peacefully, perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, your typical church singing. Oh yeah, and then he. He comes like stomping in on his like vocal moon boots on everybody. Dude, I, when I was uh, down in Los Angeles and visiting my mother, I went to her church and there was a woman who was two rows behind me who was doing pretty much what you're describing. And I got to watch people in real time be like looking around. I'm like, I just going, forgive her. What? We're in church. Right? Forgive her. You know there, what? But don't you think that like most church congregations or most religious congregations in which there is singing to be had, mm-hmm. there's there's always someone Depends. I mean, like where also where I grew up, you people wouldn't do that just out of like you know their own self protection. Where she yeah. was like, I don't care. I'm singing the way <laughs> I want to, cause <laughs> me and the Lord are together right now. And I was like, Oh wow! But I t- I was into it because she was feeling it. You're and, right. You know, everyone else was like shooting like cold eye stares, and I'm like, Judge not in a church. Yeah, judge not. Anyway, exactly. Well, I I can remember growing up. There were kids who would sort of just kind of drift in and out of it. Little kids who mm-hmm. didn't weren't worried about peer pressure yeah, or anything. Yeah, totally. You know, your three and four-year-olds mm-hmm. who, I love that. <laughs> totally. I like anyone acting up somewhere, like, where yeah. it's not hurting anybody. Anyway. Anyone who's fully engaged. Yeah, I love full engagement. So the preacher's getting complaints. There's a significant portion of the congregation that finds it absolutely hilarious. Oh, sure. Like, they're just cracking up. I would be one of those people. And I would be encouraging him. No, go on. Hey, can we get William, like, a solo on this next one? Because, ooh, my spirit. Um, I think of, when I think of what his singing is like, I think of that recording of Enrique Iglesias singing at a concert, and the mic picked up his actual singing and not the pre-recorded track that the audience was getting. Oh, really? I don't remember this. Oh, my God. Okay. Search on YouTube. Enrique Iglesias, Live Fail, Rhythm Divine. <laughs> oh, man. And I promise you, you will never hear that. Well, first of all, we don't hear that song as much as we used to have to. But it's true. If you, you, it's the best thing. And that's how I imagine Linkaw. So check it out. That's my modern day Linkaw and my, my idea. Anyway, so some people find it hilarious. There's 
a whole other group that finds it so appalling that they have to take action. The they convinced the preacher to stop singing in the services altogether. The they're preacher, like, so that way Linkaw can't. Yeah, they're like, guess like, what? If you don't sing, bro, we're good. Nobody's singing now. He just he just reads the the words to the hymn. Okay. He's basically reading a psalm. And they're they're like, Don't nobody sing this. <laughs> I'm just gonna read it. <laughs> no joyful noise. Not even any like Rex Harrison, my fair lady talk singing. No, none. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> none. And so the congregation, though, they don't like that because... Of course, they want to lift up their hearts. Right. They're, they've got the spirit. They need the tunes. Um, so the singing starts up again, and Lincoln's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to <laughs> orally assault my fellow man. Just ram it into him. Um, after one really solemn and moving sermon, mm-hmm. a leading member of the church gets up, walks over to Lincoln. Now, luckily, I was able to find a transcription of their conversation. Oh, this is so rare from 1872. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Great research. Thanks so much. So he walks up, buddy. Lincoln's like, yeah? Hey, hey, listen. What the preacher just said was pretty heavy. Totally. He's like, oh, you get it. Cool, cool. And then Lincoln <clears throat> starts to breathe in. No, 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 no. Wait, draw your brakes there, Willie. What do you mean? He says, well, when you sing, it makes people, uh, and Willie says, joyful and bathed in the love of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly, the other guy says. Well, what then? Well, most of these folks laugh loud a lot. Like I said, the preacher's sermon, really serious. And Willie's like, yeah, you know, it was. Well, Widow Martin over there, she's quietly sobbing. Yikes, says Willie. Oh, that that totally sucks. <laughs> Poor Widow Now, this Martin. is, again, word for word. Yeah, no, total transcription. Yeah. Well, he's like, so maybe you could go ahead and not sing this one. You know, just sit it out. And Willie's like, you know what, dude? You know I sing for the Lord. And they're just having this staring contest. <laughs> the guy's like, well, this time the Lord wants you to put a cork in it. He just told me. <laughs> so Linka is like, all right, point taken. Doesn't sing on that one. Hmm. Everyone's overjoyed. They're like singing along. They just had this really moving sermon. They just watched this conversation happen, and one of them happened to have a transcription machine that was <laughs> came with the, it came with the Casio keyboard, <laughs> and so she's like reading it back to the congregation. It was an amazing sight. It sounds like moving. It was, and it really. I don't know why we don't have a movie of that yet, but. So he gets it. He realizes, don't do this. And that's going to come in later. So uh-huh. keep that in mind. That At one point, he's able to be talked out of it. Um, a Christmas miracle. Yeah. But the next time, Lincoln's like, I'm all in, baby. Starts singing. <laughs> I gave you your one. And after that, the elder, presiding elder in the church, he's like, guess what? I'm not preaching anymore. If you're going to do this, you're going to make a mess of this, I'm not doing it. Wouldn't preach. Wow. Yeah. What would Jesus say? He would say, oh. <laughs> yeah. So someone hasn't seen Jesus Christ Superstar. So they're like, yeah, they they gather everybody up and they tell him to dress like they're in Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> and they he's a tailor. He makes the outfits for everybody. So they call this long white fringe. Yeah, so much fringe at this point. The so the pastor, the church leaders, they meet with Linkaw. They call him in and they confront him about this, tell him to pipe it down again. So like really? on a Monday, they're like, hey, you got to come by the church. They're like, like, hey, oh. could you just stop by? Like, you know, just we got, I got a little something to, you know, work on with you. And mm-hmm. he thinks, oh, great. You know, we can, we're going to build the Easter display. And he the goes, choir tryouts. Come. 
the finals for choir <laughs> tryouts. Come on, Willie. So he goes down there like, you know what? Pipe down. Actually, pipe off. Turn it off. <laughs> that was a really popular phrase then. <laughs> um, you're causing a disturbance, they tell him. You know, you're ruining the worship for everybody. And Linkaw's response. Now, I do have a direct quote from this, and mm-hmm. I'm going to do as Aaron. And I quote, I will worship my God. And that as part of my worship, it is my duty to sing. Don't get in the way of the man's duty. No, no. So um, I really want to stop for one second and wonder what his wife and kids made of this. Oh, he's married. I was always picturing this. I said. I know you may have said. No, but I was picturing him always as like, not like a confirmed bachelor, but I mean like the guy in town who's like, he's never going to be married. (laughs) Well, that's the behavior of like this like loose cannon. Yeah. But he's got a wife and a bunch of kids. Wow. So imagine what is the wife doing through all I don't know, this? but I know what the kids are doing because my mother can't sing. Is she? <laughs> <laughs> my mom says that when my brother and I were little and she would try and sing us like bedtime song or like, mm-hmm. you know, lullabies. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're like, the song's for the sleep. They're called lullabies, guys. <laughs> um, we, My brother, she says she's so tone deaf and my brother and I would say, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> That tender, tender moment when your children look up to you and say, Mommy, please stop singing. (laughs) Put to their little hands on your mouth to close it. Mother. I don't I don't have any memory of that, but also I was like super young apparently. (laughs) Um so I apologize to her for how rude. (laughs) And my mom's like, Well, you know, that's why I stopped singing to you. Um But yeah, the kids was the wife deaf? Were the kids were they all bad singers? Were they proud of his love of God? You know, I would imagine that they... Maybe what if, they were all devote. What or, if they know, all just had, devout, like, they rather. were absolute songbirds. Like, they just had beautiful voices. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be kind of funny. And that, and yet they also know, like, how important it is to him and how pious he so is. they so never sing? Like, Let her rip. <laughs> have at it, Pop. They're like, this pony wants to run. Just open up, baby. <laughs> Hang <laughs> so, on. I digress, as usual. Um... So how can you argue against his need to sing in order to feed his soul, really? Obviously, clearly, I cannot. Linkaw keeps singing. He just keeps. And it splits the congregation again. Hilarious versus irritated. But are there any defenders who are like, the brother is feeling the Lord. Not really. You guys are speaking in voices. He's speaking in whatever that is. No. So the indignant worshipers, uh, they'd had enough. They go to the law. Mm -hmm. They... They can't take it anymore. They go to the law. Yeah. He gets indicted for disturbing a religious congregation, and it goes to trial in the spring term <laughs> it goes to trial? of the Robeson County Superior Court, 1873. Wow. So I, when we get back from these beautiful ads, dulcet tones, um, I'm going to tell you about what happened in court. Please. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Matcha. So good. 
Matcha Love. Yes, I love it. No, Matcha Love, the brand. Oh, yeah. Matcha Love, made with real Japanese matcha. It's rich, smooth, perfect for hot or cold brewing. Matcha's great because it's rich in vitamin C and EGCGs. What do you like to make with it? I like to make matcha lattes. I'm all about making smoothies. Why wouldn't you be? Get 25% off all Matcha Love products at Ituin.com using code CRIME. That's code C-R-I-M-E at I-T-O-E-N dot com. Available on Amazon and Itoin dot com. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. All right, so when we left off, William Linkaw of Lumberton, North Carolina. My man, Billy Linkaw. <laughs> Billy Links. He'd been charged with disturbing the peace due to horrendous singing. So he goes to trial over this. Judge Daniel L. Russell. Now, I have to, be, have to interrupt for a second. No. Do we know <laughs> do, do we know if he represented himself in court? He did not. He got he got himself a lawyer. Good for him. Because I was just wondering. It seemed like kind of possibly he, a chance where he, he may... went he went to a guy and said, suit up, put on your best seersucker. We're 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 going to court. <laughs> we're doing this. Come on, man. We're fighting for the song. <laughs> exactly. So Daniel L. Russell is the judge presiding over the trial. He later becomes the 49th governor of North Carolina. Oh, I was going to say 48th. Totally unrelated to this incident. (laughs) Okay. And at the trial, the state calls a ton of witnesses. Mm -hmm. They have plenty. Stop for a second. A whole church load. Think about how ridiculous it is for this to be at trial. How little do they have going on that they'll spend an entire? You know, it's like they—they're not going to make him plead out. They're not going like, to. Oh yeah, they, that the judge didn't just dismiss it on offhand. Like, right? No. Like, what? No. Come on. That's now. ridiculous. I am a busy person. It goes to trial. So one of the witnesses called by the called by the state is a fellow congregant, mm-hmm. and the prosecutor says to the witness, "Well, explain." What his singing sounds like. Do you need a demonstration? This is why I'm so irritated that court TV didn't exist in 1873. Just just this? Does no one think of me what I need in my life? I need the following scene in my life. And it's you you can only read about it. I need Mm -hmm. to hear it. So the witness says the only way I can convey it is to imitate it. <laughs> so on the stand. That old legal practice. <laughs> Let me do You want to hear a song? Went a little bit something like this. The only that He's on the stand. He or she. It's mm-hmm. never specified. They just say the witness. Okay. So gender neutral witness. It would be great if it was his wife. Oh my god! She's like, Plot don't, twist. don't put this in the court record. She's but like. I will do the song. She's got like a, a, a like a potato bag over her head so that she can't be identified. She's like garbling her voice. A fake mustache and a monocle. She's standing there in her house dress. 
He's like, that that gentleman looks oddly like my sweet Eliza. Um, I don't know what his wife's name was. Anyhow, so it says he has to, the witness says, I have to imitate it. And then totally lets loose on what is recorded as being a very close rendition <laughs> of the way that he croons. All hell breaks loose in the courtroom. People lose it. The entire place is dying laughing, doubled over. Poor Spectators. Lincoln. He's sitting there while everybody is laughing at an imitation of him. The entire gallery, oh, right? All the lawyers, his own included. <laughs> the jury. This is a jury trial, by the way, not a bench trial. You look over at your lawyers laughing. Well, how? What was the voir dire like in this jury trial as they're selecting the jury? They're like, so, yeah. hey, can you sing us a couple bars? Like, So everyone's doubled over. Like, people can't breathe. They're just like, hold on a second, no, stop. They're cracking up. Um, and it was determined that, yeah, that's a disturbance. <laughs> That is a complete disturbance. And then the issue becomes, well, did he intend to disturb? Did he know he was disturbing people? Mm-hmm. Now, so remember when he's convinced not to sing that time. I think I like to say it was agreeing out of the kindness of his heart and the solemnity of the moment. But sure, we can go with your but phrasing. It, it shows he knows, like, yes, I he's am got control. disturbing, you know, the yeah. mayonnaise out of this place. And so he's capable of not singing when necessary mm-hmm. and when asked on a one-off. Yes. Was it he's intentional like, all the other times then? I mean, whatever. Well, so it's kind of the question of does he mistake the salt for sugar as, or did he just one time put it in and one time remember not to put it in? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I think uh, he doesn't know the difference between salt and sugar in this case and he's just thinking, it's white, it's crystal What's different about what you're doing <laughs> and what I'm doing? Yeah, that could be. That could be. So they get all these other witnesses to come forward. They're all talking about how how disruptive it is, and it is a disturbance of the peace. But there are also witnesses that come forward, and they're like, you know, he's a really strict member of this church. He has, one of them said he had exemplary deportment. Thank you. Just like you. And so, and just like... Well, I, was, I was saying thank you on his behalf. Um, you know, I'm representing you him. You channel in this. him a well, lot. Well, I feel for him. Yeah. So he... I know you do. He <laughs> he's, he really he cares means about, so well, yeah. and he's he but he's dead serious about it. So it's not like he's some clown just looking to cause trouble. Exactly, and acting up. The boy couldn't help it. He had to he can't had to hit him it, up. Boy, can't help it. He had to hit him up Prussian style. So Linkaw comes up to testify, and he begs the jury when to, to think of it this way. He says, "If I didn't intend to disturb anyone, then I must not be guilty." It's pretty fair. Right? Wonder what his speaking voice was like. I wonder if he was like all talking like this or just like, you know. I like to imagine that he got up and said, uh, if I didn't want to disturb anybody. Like he's just quiet and meek and like really precise. He's <laughs> got a mouse voice. Like if I didn't want to disturb anybody. Like really <laughs> precise elocution. And then he's like, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know if dogs howled when he sang. <laughs> so he's he's like, look, dude, if I, I didn't want to disturb anyone, then I'm not guilty. The judge is like, ooh, big nope. I'm going to stop you right there, Mr. Linkaw. What's up, Mr. Judge? The judge says, he turns and tells the jury, listen, intent had nothing to do with it. And Debatable. he says that murder we're talking about here. Intent or not, the question is whether his act of singing was disturbing to others. So did it disturb the congregation, yes or no? Not did he mean to. 
so then their opinion of the disturbance is the only measure of a disturbance. Is I what suppose. he's saying. He's like, if they got disturbed, they were disturbed. Right. Okay. Which I guess is a good measure. Yeah, but that's like the measure for violence, which is like, I have the right to swing my fist right up till it hits your nose. And then it's like, okay, the, my right ends. Yeah. But him singing is a little different. He can't like, you know, like swing, swing his voice in a way that doesn't hit noses. True. I'm mixing my well, metaphor Well, if he stayed lot, home, but, you know. if he stayed home and minded his own and caterwauled <laughs> in his own walls... He, the judge says, okay, under these parameters, the evidence is clear that he did, that he's guilty. I'd say forgive him. And the judge is like, and I quote. (laughs) (laughs) Lay it on me. It's a general principle that every man is presumed to have intended the necessary consequences of his own acts. This doesn't even make sense. I do not agree with that. That doesn't make even a lick of sense. And this guy goes on to become governor. That every man is presumed to have intended the necessary... I mean, what what the hell? How many times do we see people do stuff or we do in our own life where we we don't know how things what the consequences are going to be? Or act out of emotion before you can act out of reason. Mm-hmm. And then you rationalize mm-hmm. what, you, what you did. Well, you know, I have to understand why I did that. I think we've determined that the judge was a sociopath. <laughs> he was a governor. So no yeah. slander intended. It's a joke, people. I don't want his estate coming after me. <laughs> So the judge, shocker, finds Lincoln guilty of the misdemeanor of disturbing a religious congregation. Hmm. And as a punishment, he levied a fine against him. Oh, man. How much did he hit him with? $4 million. And in today's money now. <laughs> like, was it like, uh, you know, you got to like work at the lumber yard or like? Cause... He fined him one penny. <laughs> so it's largely symbolic. So they just wanted to embarrass my dude? Yeah, Totally. And make him run up his court fees, I guess, because he has legal. Yeah, totally. Um, But that's not where this story ends. I hope it ends with him being elected to governor. It ends with him winning American Idol. (laughs) The very did you know he was the first winner of American Idol? No, he's William Lincoln. William Lincoln. (laughs) He appeals the decision. Okay, because he's no fool. And his I'm case, taking it as highest court in the land. His case makes it to the North Carolina Supreme Court. He State, literally does make it to the highest court yeah, in the land. Like State it. Supreme Court. <laughs> okay. They review the case and the evidence, and they determine that, let me read to you the end of their decision. Is it, oh, is this a quote? This is a quote. Yes. Yeah, that's for you. I do it all for you in your quotes. It was not contended by the state upon the evidence that he had any intention or purpose to disturb the congregation. But on the contrary, it was it was admitted that he was conscientiously taking part in the religious services. This admission by the state puts an end to the prosecution. It is true, as said by his honor, that a man is generally presumed to intend the consequences of his acts. But here the presumption is rebutted by a fact admitted by the state. It would seem that the defendant is a proper subject for the discipline of his church, but not for the discipline of the courts. Thank you. Separation of church and state, son. <laughs> right? This church needs to handle their own business and not go crying to exactly. the law. Exactly. Or you know they, what they could do? Forgive him. <laughs> that would I'm be, just going to keep saying it. That would be amazing. Yeah, but I mean, it's like handle your business in your own house. But isn't this why Jesus gave you all those rules or whatever? Is because of the moments when you don't want to, when you don't get what you want, when you don't want, like, you know, you're somebody singing, you're like, oh, I wish he would stop. You're like, you know what? I need to be better. I should mm-hmm. turn the other cheek. I should forgive him. Like all the messages are literally about those moments. I mean, totally. in usually much grander terms of violence and suffering, but you know. I think that time traveling Zaren should go give a sermon about this at the church. God, give me my time machine back. Right? And then just like be like, you know what? I'm going to, I think we've all learned a lesson here today, people. <laughs> and then you launch into it. Meanwhile, they're just like. <laughs> then they run me out of town. <laughs> yeah. 
we're both gonna put a pin in that one. Um, so I don't know what happened to William Linkaw hmm. after that. I don't know if he found a new church. This was his or... one wild moment where he made the news. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to. No, I don't think so. But I mean, just saying, like this yeah. was in his life. This boiled down to the record recorded event. Yeah. Well, and from what I could find um, in all the records, there, that's is it. You know, there's there's some like census appearances mm-hmm. by him, and then. He lived out the rest of his days right there in Lumberton. So he got celebrated today. Yeah. Well, he gets celebrated all over the world. The story's Wait, told. Are you surreal? No, 100%. You, okay. I am not. I am both real and surreal. <laughs> Thank you. I, said, I meant to say for real, and I said so real. <laughs> I am so real right now. So real. Uh, his story, the, the wire service for this article it get, and the information on it gets mm-hmm. sent all over the world. It's printed in papers all across the United States. So this guy's name. What did the Mark Twain write about him? How did everybody <laughs> want to? You could like if you look in the archives of newspapers at the time, it's it's all over the United He's States. He's a global phenomenon yes. for this one thing. Europe. They reprinted the story in Europe. They they ran a story about it in New Zealand. So everybody must have at the time. these William Linkaws in their lives. I guess. Or they're just like, look at these wacky or they guys. Just like, oh, those this, Americans. This one guy, yeah. But no, everyone loves this story. And uh, legal journals at the time, they reprinted the case because it was just like the most ridiculous oh, court case. I like, look at this. And then in some of the some of the journals, um, to add to the ridiculousness, they published poems about the case. <laughs> I love that. I think it's so awesome how poems were like a part of everyday life back then. Yeah. yeah. You let, know, they let would me write a poem about that. Oh yeah. And they'd be in the paper and people memorized poems. People mm-hmm. wrote their own poems. We need that again. Well not really. I don't want to hear that. Um <laughs> <laughs> so the poems and then for decades up into today, these modern time well, us right here, but also mm-hmm. I'd say every like 20, 30 years it gets someone writes an article in a pa- in a newspaper about, you know, what the the most ridiculous court case was. Oh, tells is this the like, story. like a legal academic thing that just keeps getting kicked around because everybody... Yeah, but, would... but it's in like regular, like daily sure. papers of just, you know, you want to hear a wacky story, it's mm-hmm. filler. Yeah. But it's crazy that he made it all the way through... You know who I can imagine time. telling the heck out of this story? Uh, not me, apparently. Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. The, and page two, you remember that guy? <laughs> yes. Because he would always surprise you. You'd be like, wait, whoa, and that guy turned out to be Dwight D. Eisenhower. And you're like, oh, man, you got me again, Paul Harvey. <laughs> I would like to hear Steve Harvey tell <laughs> Apparently, you want to hear anyone but me tell it. Well, no, too I didn't bad. Mean it like that. I just thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> So if we were I, talking about it, other people telling the story. It wasn't well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for telling that story. Let me tell you who, who would have told, told it better. Really well. You know who would have been better? Anybody. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much. You know what? Why don't you take a little bit of your own advice and be nice to people? <laughs> I was thinking of like legal scholars and journalists uh-huh, telling the uh-huh. story. And I was like, you know who would be a great journalist to tell this story is Paul Harvey. because Not that- a clown like this gal. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Sure, you know. sure. <laughs> I'm funny to you, like a clown. I'm gonna make you laugh. Give me my baseball bat. <laughs> so the thing, like, it's, it's a weird crimes in courts, whatever <laughs> that other people can tell far better than I just did. <laughs> no worries, no worries, bro. What's now? Tell me, expert, what's your ridiculous takeaway here? <laughs> that you think that we more people should be writing poems. <laughs> 
A, more people should write poems. B, no, they shouldn't. <laughs> Point, counterpoint. I'm just going to argue with myself about this. I really amazing. long for the days when poetry was important, but oh, hot biscuits. I do not want to hear anyone's poems right now. I want someone to come up to me and tell me they wrote a poem about something and I can say, stop, this is not the time for that. And that will just be all the time. That's a very poetic moment. Yeah. I think that my feelings about this would best be expressed in song. <laughs> Are you going to? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I think that there's two rid- ridiculous elements at play here. Mm-hmm. Someone sings so badly. That's I love that ridiculousness. Yes. But also that someone gets charged for singing so badly. Uh, yeah, I'm completely. Yeah. I mean, this top, like I grew up in a town where a lady got charged for snoring so loudly. Her neighbors <laughs> called the police, right? And people that made fun of us. They, like, they were on the Daily Show. They interviewed the cop and everything. And it was embarrassing. But this totally tops that. I think that this—that's maybe she's his descendant. <laughs> Possibly, her just like a spiritual descendant. I think it's really important that we remember that every single person. You know, we find connection and purpose and meaning in different ways. And like our beliefs are our own. You know, you may be like part of a group that believes all the same thing, but at the end of the day, it's just you and whomever you believe in. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm always saying like, as long as you're not hurting anyone, I don't care what you do. But then we have to define hurting. Like how... I don't know. Yeah, is is that is his sonic attack qualify as pain or suffering? And is he interrupting other people's opportunity to be connected yeah, to something larger at that time any of them would want a, um, a solemn communion with the lord and yeah he was making that impossible i think they should have just kicked him out i don't understand Been like this isn't the place for you go find <laughs> this another isn't the place for you <laughs> a church this isn't the place for you <laughs> be like put your finger up to his lips Shh. No, no, this isn't the place these for doors you. are always open except for to you <laughs> Sorry, William. Maybe try the Baptists. They can't sing for anything. <laughs> no way. He would not make it in any other church. He has to start his own church, maybe. The Church of the Wild. I think. And then it's just him and a bunch of wolves just like yowling all over the countryside. He could have found one of them snake handler churches. I don't think they have like real high requirements on what you know. do inside that building. But I say, like, you know what? Don't take it to the law. Just kick them out. Start your own church of pets. <laughs> I'm in favor of people just being kicked out. That's all I have to say on the matter. Yeah. I'm done. You don't have to go home, but you can't why don't stay you go, here. Why don't you go find someone else to tell you this is the rest of it? <laughs> Page two. Uh, the rest of the story. Well, you can find us online, you, the collective you, at Ridiculous Crime on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you have a tip for us about a ridiculous crime that you want to hear about, or if you want to confess to a ridiculous crime, you can email us at Ridiculous Crime. I really wish we had an AOL account for that. That'd be so good. Alta Vista. But no, ridiculouscrime at gmail.com. We could get one at yourmom.com. I'm st- I still have an Are email, you just trying to insult me over and over? <laughs> no. That, uh, Why don't we have, get one at your mom? I used like, to have an email. Shut up. She can't at, like, sing. <laughs> at yourmom.com. And it was just the best because There's... it was so dumb. People were like, are you for real right now? I was like, yes, I'm surreal right now. It's <laughs> so real, surreal. All right. Um, I've, I can't do anymore. So I want everyone to tune in next time when Zarin tells stories that only Zarin can tell them. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm just going to sing the next song, the whole thing. I'm singing the whole damn thing. 
Ridiculous Crime is hosted by Elizabeth Dutton and Zarin Burnett, produced and edited by internationally renowned liturgical dance sensation Dave Couston. Research is by noted songbird Marissa Brown. The theme song is by fugitive choir boys Thomas Lee and Travis Dutton. Executive producers are pipe organist Ben Bolin and handbell choir conductor Noel Brown. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.